Good afternoon and welcome to Crux Investor. We're here today with Artem Volinets, the CEO of Chara Gold. Good afternoon. Hello. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure. We've been wanting to meet you for some time to try and understand a little bit more about your story. A lot of things have changed recently. Okay, I'm stuck in an elevator with you. You've got two minutes. Just describe the company at a helicopter level for people new to Chara. Um, it's a small, ambitious uh, company which is growing to be one of the leading uh, companies in gold sector in mm -hmm. the former Soviet Union. We is a top uh, uh, level uh, management team and the board and uh, massive growth opportunities which will be executed in the very immediate future. So you're, you're aiming big? Uh, if you, as people say, if you don't uh, People don't laugh in your ambitions, they're not ambitious enough. Right. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about why you got into Sharat itself. You know, it's, it's an interesting company with an interesting history. What made you start having conversations with them? Um, number one uh, is chairman, Martin Anderson, mm. who bought in Sharat uh, a couple of years ago, uh, accumulated 35% uh, and became the chairman and started this program of change, which we yeah. completed last year. I started discussions with him uh, two, two and a half years ago about the overall uh, strategy for the consolidation of the gold sector and we very much uh, hit the chemistry between us. And what I also appreciate is his approach uh, to building a proper company. Mm -hmm. He's Swedish, um, we are UK listed, uh, AIM listed company. Mm -hmm. uh, what is very important to us and it's perhaps differ, differentiate us from many other operators in, in uh, uh, a part world of the former Soviet Union is that we're keen to ensure uh, the best corporate governance standards uh, and the best ESG environmental, social, uh, health and safety uh, standards for our company because we believe that in the 21st century that's a way the companies will differentiate. Mm. Um, as an example, we completed full management and the board change in Charat over the last 18 months. There is not a single person left in the company. I was about to ask uh, you about that. So why did you instigate that change? What, was, what were you trying to remove or what were you trying to address? What we wanted to do is start uh, from scratch in right. building the new leader. Um, the company been in existence, as you know, for 12 plus years. It's raised some money on AIM and drilled in the Kyrgyz Republic and found a wonderful ore body and a lot of ounces, but it was unable to develop uh, those ounces into the proper producing project. What, why? Um, I don't know why. You should ask them. Right? <laughs> okay. um, what we decided to do with Martin is, is um, uh, convert that idea, convert that one single project into a proper company. Proper company uh, means, first of all, a proper experienced management, uh, which is able not only to uh, find uh, gold uh, uh, through exploration, but build and operate mines, mm -hmm. extract operational efficiencies, ensure the best and proper ESG standards, uh, and operate not only one mine, but several mines across several geographies, because that's the way you build a proper mm -hmm. large, uh, large company. 
so that's what we uh, set out to do and in the process we have uh, decided that the best way is to start from the top and okay. bring the fresh blood into the in, into the company but martin stays martin stays but he's he joined you know two years ago right. so from that point the change okay. started i think what is important and is very telling is um, in in that whole process uh, is our latest addition to the board which mm. is we have a new independent director joined us last week warren gilman who used to and what is important is not only the caliber of the of the people that we can attract now mm. uh, warren ran for last 10 years a joint venture between chemcon holdings in hong kong and CIBC, uh, a, a large mining investment vehicle. Hmm. So um, uh, it's a very high so he's uh, your caliber. Finance guy or your funding he, guy? He's, he's a mining engineer by background and right. he's both a mining uh, engineer and a mining investor. But what's important and what brings, uh, what's new with his appointment is that he is a fourth independent board member. We have three executives on the board and four independents. So very unusually for yeah. AIM listed company, we have now a proper independent board. Is independent directors chairing all of our committees, audit, sustainability, technical, remuneration, all of that uh, committees are chaired by the independent board right. members, which is uh, the way we are setting us ourselves for what we want to achieve in the future. We're building a proper company, beginning with, with a proper governance institution. So, so you, you've got, okay, you've got people there with the governance. Tell me about the people who are actually doing things, active members who are delivering either on the exploration development or production Perfect. side. Exactly. So um, the, the two most important operational people in our management team is Bob Benbow, 40 plus years of experience running mm -hmm and building mines, his previous project in Turkey, uh, Alcazar project in Turkey, where he built and ran for 10 years. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he, uh, what we did, we hired him and he hired his team. So we moved uh, all of these people to the right. Kyrgyz Republic. Yeah. Our head of uh, technology, uh, Dustin Nickel, also American, 46 years of experience uh, discovering gold and all uh, all of the continents in similar ore bodies to the one you're very different. Even if you work in the industry for forty years, you'll yeah. encounter many ore bodies. Right. But if you talk to Dusty, he would tell you that uh, what we see in in Tanshan Gold Belt in the mm. Kyrgyz Republic is very similar to the gold provinces in uh, in North America that he's seen. Okay. Uh, okay. So wealth of experience in both uh, Bob and Dusty mm. uh, and we have hired excellent uh, operational managers in the countries of operation. Uh, Davron, our country manager for Kyrgyz Republic, mm. used to work with uh, Bob in Turkey. He is charged with building Tulkubash project. Mm -hmm. David uh, Tavmasan, who is our uh, general director at Kapan in Armenia, uh, used to work at Kapan many years ago. Uh, went to work in America at one of the large uh, American mining companies. We managed to, to get him back and, and work back in Kapan. So this combination of the local knowledge mm. and proper international experience with large companies is something that is very, very important to, to deploy at the highest professional level. Our CFO is um, uh, European slash American, used to be CFO of Newstar before, mm. and before that with Trafigur and uh, Mary Lynch. Okay. So there is a really proper, very heavily uh, experienced uh, management team on mm -hmm. top. So just, just finishing up on the need for change. That, that's the theme I'm hearing here. Right. You've changed 
the, the company's uh, focus, you've changed the, the team around us, and people should be perceiving Charat as a, a new venture. It's a new Charat. It's Charat, uh, not even 2.0, it's probably 3.0 okay. now. The 2.0 was after we put the new team in place. Yeah. Now 3.0 after the acquisition of the first producing asset we are producing now. Yeah. So we are Charat 3.0. Completely new management, right. completely new board, new vision, new strategy. So that's very important for new investors coming in to recognize. It's also important for existing shareholders who may be sitting on shares for a long time looking to see what the future looks like for them. So For the existing shareholders, I do have a message. Since Martin joined, the yeah. our shares are up more than 300%. Well, yeah. I'm telling you guys, this is only the beginning. Okay, so your report card for 2018, how do you think you did? What would you have done differently? Uh, we did what we said to do, which is uh, a major transformational um, part of first step for Charat. We converted the company from a developer into a producer. Mm -hmm. We looked at uh, five opportunities, m and opportunities, and we executed to complete on one. As you know, in m &A, you have to do work on several deals at the same time. As a former banker, you would probably recall that, mm -hmm. um, in order to get one done. So we approached that part of our strategy in a very systematic way. We looked at five deals, we executed on the best one. And we done it in a way that demonstrates our value proposition. We built the first mine at two times EBITDA mm -hmm. and 0.5 price to NAV. So it's a very good deal. Mm -hmm. What's important and then for us is that the value creation for us as shareholders only begins with a smart deal. And smart deal means good price, good asset in a good structure. Good price I mentioned to you. Good asset, yes, we see interesting opportunities in Kapan. And the good structure is that we managed to buy that $100 million NPV mm -hmm. asset for uh, really $5 million in cash because we didn't issue any new shares mm. uh, to pay for it. We uh, raised $40 million in debt. The vendor, which is a polymetal large mining company, took $10 million in our convertible bond as a part of the mm -hmm. payment. Mm -hmm. So they are now in Oveste, which is a good company to have in our shareholder sure. register. Five steps to create value. One right. example of Kapan. First, yes. smart and disciplined M&A. Right. Second is increase the reserve base. Mm. So we bought Kapan because it is in a rich geological area, mm -hmm. like our assets mm -hmm. in the Kyrgyz Republic. Uh, we believe we'll be able to expand the mine life quite considerably there. So we will be adding years. What is uh, it at the moment? Like it's about there? six years. Six, right? okay. So we think we'll be able to add a few years for the next couple of years. About, what's the resource number? Just over a million? Uh, we are working on the, we just got ownership of the asset less than two months ago. So okay. <laughs> we'll be making announcements on a new reserve for mine life, probably okay. sometime in the middle of the second quarter. But what we see so far is very encouraging okay. and it's very much fits into our value proposition. That mm. is, we'll be able to expand the geology, uh, increase the reserve and the mine life for each of the assets we'll mm -hmm. buy. We're not going to buy an asset where we don't see an opportunity to increase the mine life. Right? So in, uh, exploration is, is a second part and a step in the value creation. Mm -hmm. Third step is operational efficiencies. Good example, Kapan mills throughput now is 650,000 tons per year. Mm -hmm. The mill, which was built in Soviet times, could produce or, or process uh, close to a million tons per year. 
So we don't, we're not saying that we're going to get there in a in, in few months. It will take some time to get there. But we certainly see possibility of increasing the throughput to whatever number is between 650 and a million. With, with a reasonable recovery rate. With a, with a good recovery rate. Right. And now that we have this excellent uh, operating team that I mentioned in the past, mm. we're putting that international expertise mm. uh, to work at Kapan. We already see uh, uh, things where we can double bottleneck where we can increase uh, recoveries, mm. where we can stabilize the operations, it's already working, which is, which is early days, okay? okay, it's less than two months, but we see efficiencies. So operational efficiencies is a third uh, lever in value okay. creation on assets we buy. The fourth one is synergies. Right. Uh, we don't have many synergies now between the Kyrgyz Republic uh, and Armenia, other than the fact that we can send our operating guys, our geologists, our lawyers and, and uh, everybody else, business development managers, mm. uh, to, 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 to work in both places. So in the, uh, today it's a small G, GNA primarily driven synergies. But once we have several assets in the same or, or close jurisdictions, uh, we'll be able to extract procurement synergies, uh, etc. So, and, and that, is, that is going to happen with our next deals. And the final kind of step to value creation is very simply reduction in the cost of capital. Once you have several operating assets on one platform traded in London, we should see a reduction in cost of capital, which will be massively beneficial to all shareholders. Okay, that's great. Good summary. Talk to me about this year. What are the big moments for you this year for the company? The first moment, which we just announced last week, we mm. signed uh, a joint venture with uh, Chiftai, which is a mining contractor in the Kyrgyz Republic. And that is a massive, massive step forward in the development of Kyrgyz assets mm -hmm. in two ways. Number one, it's the risks that first project, Tulkubash, mm -hmm. which is a simple hip reach operation yep. uh, that requires $130 million uh, to be built and produce 100,000 ounces and need two construction seasons to be built. We already invested around $30 million into this project. We built access roads, we built mm -hmm. camp, etc. And now Chief Tai comes in, uh, they agreed to buy 12.5% in our Kyrgyz assets mm -hmm. uh, for $13.5 million. So just in, in broad strokes, we invested 30, uh, Chief Tai comes in, they will invest another 30 plus. Mm. Uh, the remaining 100, which is required to build the project, uh, we now should be in a position to raise via mm. the project finance. So that's a process we're starting now. The Chief Tai agreement unlocks the, 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 the start of the construction of this project. Yeah, I'm interested because you, you seem quite keen on debt and, and, and your anti-dilutionary. And I know you, the board is also buying a lot of shares themselves. So you're very confident what I'm the future buying looks shares like. myself, yes. I, I, I heard, <laughs> I heard. So, but when you're looking at constru uh, construction, debt, finance, you're aimlessed. But where are you looking for that money? In London? Or are you looking um, in Asia? First of all, um, there are some multilateral global institutions mm. which um, are keen to invest and provide debt funding mm. for the new projects in places like Kyrgyzstan. Uh, okay. So those are very much in our, uh, on our uh, uh, radar. Or EBRD type uh, people, maybe? That type of similar, okay. similar institutions, yeah. yes. 
but they are also uh, the traditional project finance banks who look right. at the basic metrics. They look at the equity. Yeah. Now we have 60 uh, million of equity, 30 we invested, yeah. plus 30 from, from Chiftai, yeah. and the remaining 100 can be simply or based on, on the project metrics. Uh, we should be in a position to raise it through that. So what we've done this year, talking about 2019, we mm. started that with mm -hmm. this major milestone in the development of the first project in, in the Kyrgyz Republic. Mm. It should uh, enable us to get to the first gold pool in 2021. Okay. So by that time, we will have our total production, including Armenia, uh, and Kyrgyz Republic of uh, 160, 170,000 ounces, which is also going to be a, a massive, a massive step for us. But also importantly, what that investment by Chief Tai Joint Venture we signed mm -hmm. uh, is doing for Charat is crystallizing the value of, mm -hmm. of uh, Kyrgyz assets. So today, if you look at our market cap and the debt, uh, the market cap is around 100 uh, million pounds, yeah, 140 yeah. million US dollars, uh, debt is 80 million, so total enterprise value is 220. Mm. Um, Chief Thai Investments validates the value of Kyrgyz assets at 250 million US dollars mm -hmm. because they are buying 12.5% for 31.5 million. It's just simple mass, right? So this is just the Kyrgyz assets. The NPV of um, uh, of uh, Kapan uh, is at least a hundred million. Mm. So we are 40, 50 percent undervalued versus the uh, uh, verified value of of, of two assets. So again, you can you can work numbers in, in, in a number of ways. But if I look at your your share price, it's been pretty good, pretty level for the last 12 months again unusual in the market last year it was uh, didn't trade for six months of last true, year true right but we see this the static but trend is good trend is good <laughs> trend is good um but if i look at um the way that you're trying to build this company out you i think you've mentioned in previous um pieces you're looking at acquisitions m a is a big part of the way you grow going forward you know um, the armenian asset is it's producer. It's it's you know, re reasonable valuation, but it's it's not it's not significant. Right, what is your strategy there? What type of companies are you going for? Lots of small companies to build a portfolio across the region, or are you going for you know going out, going to you know hit the ball out of the park and, and get a big big boy on board? Number one, uh, we're looking at producing assets. Right. Number two, we're looking at producing assets uh, with a good geology and, yeah. and upside potential in terms of exploration mm. and operational improvements, as I mentioned to you before. Mm. It's very simple. They're very systematic in our uh, M&A approach. Mm. We do, based on those criteria, uh, we look at three regions, which is Central Asia, that's uh, Kyrgyz Republic, where we're already present, plus Kazakhstan, mm. maybe Uzbekistan at some point when right. they start fully open, they're in the beginning of that process. Right. Uh, because they are on the same tension gold belt. Uh, Armenia, where we are already, obviously we will look at things around where we can have synergies, which mm. I also mentioned to you. Uh, and the third, third leg or third cluster is likely to be in Russia, where we see a lot of producing assets undervalued uh, given the perceived uh, risk, which is now applied to Russian assets, uh, but producing yep. uh, the great cash costs. So, um, in terms of the size of the yep. opportunities we're looking at, 
Uh, we have a pipeline of 12-15 different opportunities of mm -hmm. which three are active at the moment uh, and we need to add two more in the category of active to ensure we close at least one mm -hmm. this year. Um, the, some of them are transformational, which means they're bigger than us. Some of them are add-ons, like, uh, like Kapan. Sure, sure. Uh, we will be able to tell the markets what we do once we sign a term sheet with one of them. But again, the idea of doing deals at a minimal dilution to shareholders is very core to us because we're all shareholders. That's mm. the way we think and that's the way we evaluate opportunities. Yeah. Typically, you would see junior miner raising tons of money to develop yeah. the project and diluting the existing shareholders to, to very small numbers. For us, it's a matter of philosophy. So yeah. what we did uh, is we instituted an incentive scheme whereby we are not getting paid any cash bonuses for those first three years. Instead, we're getting in uh, shares, restricted yeah. shares and options. So no way we are going to do any dilute share issue to fund any other acquisitions. If anything, whatever we do to buy the new assets, we believe mm -hmm. the deal has to stack up on its own yeah. and it has to uh, be able to attract uh, investments uh, because right. the deal has to be good. And then you'll fund it through a combination of debt and equity. But our, the, the, just to give you an indication of how, where, where we think we are heading to, the management options, which is disclosed in, in the prospectus, mm. uh, is 42p per share. So okay. It would not so, make sense for us to do a deal absolutely. of below that. Absolutely. So you mentioned a phrase earlier on, um, you know, perception of geopolitical risk. Do you think you're benefiting from the fact that maybe you're going into countries where other fear to tread? I mean, Armenia is a difficult jurisdiction. Armenia is wonderful jurisdiction. Yeah, Kyrgyz Republic is you, a terrific jurisdiction. Try and get funding for it if you're a UK that is, team. I that think is they true. argue differently. That is true. And you know, for people who sit on the other side of the Hudson River and uh, read the Wall Street Journal in the morning, we're probably in a funny jurisdiction. Yeah. Um, but the, the risk uh, always have a return uh, characteristic sure. to that. Uh, we are benefiting from the fact that perceived risk, i.e. Mm. if you read some mainstream media, is higher than a real risk on the ground. Mm. And the way you mitigate the real risk on the ground is, number one, having uh, the team with mm. experience in this part of the yeah. world. Martin Anderson built an, an, a very successful bank in the 90s in Russia called Brunswick, sold it to UBS mm. uh, in, a, in a great transaction just before the financial crisis. I run uh, some pretty large companies in this part of the world. Uh, we know how to deal in, in these in, in, in this countries. But importantly, as I mentioned already, we are coming in as a UK public company with Swedish as a main uh, shareholder. We are fully transparent. Our key focus in OSG and proper corporate governance. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and that was differentiate us and that was enable us to access more traditional sources of capital. But uh, you don't expect that we will have um, North American um, traditional institutional funds finding, you know, buying a lot of shares. Probably not. Uh, mm. It is more specialized mining funds. It is also investors from places like Hong Kong and the Middle East who have a different perception yeah. of, of those geographies and who are actually pretty keen to invest in those geographies. Uh, especially for our friends from, from, from China and Hong yeah. Kong because it's on a, on, yeah. on a belt and road. But your, your view is if you produce gold, there's a spot price for gold every day, you can, you can, you can, if, you can make money if, as if, long as you can manage the risks in country. You can make more money than in other parts of the yeah. world. And I would argue very strongly 
uh, that if Rand Gold traded at eight times EBITDA having uh, mines in places mm -hmm. like Conga, uh, in my view, Kyrgyz Republic and Armenia uh, 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 has a very different risk profile from, from, from some parts of the African continent. I think, and I think you'd be right. Just want to again come back to some of the, some of the questions which we, we we may have addressed earlier, but I want us a very clear, quick answer from you. You seem to be the guy driving the strategy for this business. The other board members are they just window dressing? They have actually very hands-on board, right? Um, so. Uh, first of all, I'd start with Martin, who is executive chairman. Mm -hmm. I would not say that I'm driving the strategy. We have, it's like a Roman Empire. We, we, we okay. take all key decisions between two of us. We okay. discuss and debate and we come right. to, to a consensus. And I think that's very important because it also tells you about our risk medication. Yeah. Right. So uh, me and, 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 and Martin are the key um, strategy drivers mm -hmm. uh, and performance drivers uh, for, for, for the rest of the team. Then if you talk about other board members, our chief operating officer, Bob Benbo, he's also a board member and he's uh, uh, very much executive uh, mm -hmm. in the operating part and uh, we see that operational expertise is absolutely key to the company's success and we will be adding more people into that area because Correct. The only way you're going to make money in this industry if you properly run mines. Right? Yeah. Then if you look at our other board members, Gordon Valley, he's a deputy chairman and senior independent directors. He is going next week to Kapani. He's, he's not sitting somewhere at home. Uh, we speak with him every other day. Uh, Hussein uh, is our head of uh, audit committee. He used to be CFO of Antofagasta. Again, very high profile. Uh, um, uh, board member with experience of uh, running emerging market companies in mm -hmm, the London mm -hmm. market. Antofagast is uh, main board listed. Sure. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, Rob Edwards, uh, who also uh, is my fellow independent director in Nikel, the Russian mining company yeah. by both independent directors. Massive experience in, uh, uh, in not only in the region, but also in bringing the investors uh, into the region, mm -hmm. uh, again, somebody that we speak uh, on a daily or weekly basis. And uh, Warren, which joined us last week, I mentioned to you his, his biography. No, it's a very much hands-on board right. who is interested in seeing this company succeed. Right. And have you got the balance right, do you feel? I mean, obviously, you and Martin, finance oriented, I know Martin's got an engineering background, but... Uh, Gordon is a geologist by background. But does he have a say? Uh, oh, yes, absolutely. Right. Very much so, right. Um, uh, Rob and, and, and Warren are mining engineers, so yeah. they're not finance geeks. So you've, got, <laughs> okay. so you've got the balance right, there may be some new faces uh, coming through. You're very clear on creating this new look business. We have already created it. Charat in, in, in Kyrgyz language means a spotted horse, like okay. Andalusian, right, who runs very fast. So right. we try to stay true to our name and to That's our great. nature I love by that. running fast. I love that. Okay, I want to talk about uh, the money. You've talked about a number of debt structures. You've obviously got access to a Asian market through you know, partners and your experience, and I guess the UK market. We've talked about the fact that you're in jurisdictions which may not necessarily roll off the tongue or be known to a lot of Western investors, but why do you think that shouldn't concern them? How are you going to go and raise the money that you need? First of all, I believe if we are set to build 
uh, with a vision to set a build uh, a large uh, mining company uh, mm. focused on low cost uh, operating assets mm. with uh, significant cash flow potential. Um, uh, with a team that has a credible ability to operate in those uh, mm -hmm. jurisdictions, it's irrelevant uh, whether it's Africa or um, or Central Asia. Uh, we do have. We are not going to go into Africa. We're going only to go into the countries where we know how to operate. But importantly, if you have a proper corporate governance procedures mm -hmm. in this company, uh, overseeing uh, what we're doing. I believe that we can uh, uh, show to investors the confidence that uh, this is this is a proper and transparent uh, transparent setup. Uh, yes, those countries are not for the mainstream North American investors, mm -hmm. but I do believe there is a number of uh, mining funds in this town uh, that would be interested in investing in those jurisdictions, like they invested in uh, in Africa again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but also, I think there is a lot of fresh capital uh, that is coming in from Asia, Hong Kong, uh, Singapore, etc., as well as uh, from the institutional or retail. Um, I think th that is an interesting point, and we see ourselves being an inflection point, moving from a more traditional small. Uh, not that well-known AIM company into the institutional market. So we are hiring new brokers. We mm. announced recently appointment of ASP Angel. Uh, and the next step for us is to get ourselves known among the institutional investors. Mm. They very much like the, our uh, retail base to stay with us. Mm. Uh, they will massively benefit when the institutions come in because the, the daily liquidity will improve, etc. Uh, but that's, that's a kind of normal... Uh, grown-up pains. That do you think that's, do you think that's true? The uh, SP Angel, we, we, I like them a lot. Very, some great writers there, analysts there. Um, do you feel that if institutional money comes in that you're going to get the, the liquidity and the volume that you need to be able to drive the share price up? Or do you also need the their you know, retail base to get behind it I think it, it, as well? it right. I think what we'd like to do is for our retail and loyal shareholder base to mm. understand better what new charat is, yeah. uh, but also to attract new institutional capital. That will certainly help to improve the mm -hmm. volumes. Mm -hmm. Not right away, nobody is going to say it's going to happen tomorrow, but certainly more institutional names in, in the shareholder register mm -hmm. uh, will happen. That's already happening, to be honest. Yeah, okay. Well, look, I um, appreciate that. I'm going to finish off uh, with a question for you. Five reasons why they should buy Chart. Um, number one, it's a great team, great vision and a great company uh, that is executing very rapidly on that, on mm -hmm. that vision. Uh, two, it's massively undervalued. Uh, if you just look at our existing base, we're trading at half uh, of uh, our NAV. Um, uh, three, uh, on top of the existing value, we are mm -hmm. going to add massive values through, through our further growth through, through acquisitions. Uh, number four, we are very keen on corporate governance as our commitment to independent boards mm -hmm. uh, uh, confirms. Um, and, and, and that is um, our mantra mm -hmm. because we believe that properly operating in this part of the world you can only do in a fully transparent manner. Mm -hmm. uh, and then these countries will show you the example of the foreign investment. Okay. As an example, we're co-sponsoring the 
uh, Kyrgyz investment forum with yeah. the BRD for the third year in a row. That's mm -hmm. the way we want to be. Mm -hmm. We are the largest British investor in the Kyrgyz Republic, the second largest after HSBC British mm -hmm. investor in Armenia. Mm -hmm. And thieves, which is not really thieves, but number one, our main focus and what we start our management meetings with every week is a focus on ESG, environment, social and governance. Environment, health safety environment is, 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 is a must. And again, I think it uh, hopefully will eventually differentiate us from many other operators in this part of the world. Mm. Uh, I think the whole mining industry is moving into a very new era in that front. Uh, and we're a small company, but if we do this right from the beginning, our shareholders will benefit massively, whether existing or new. And I want you to explain a sixth reason, which is around your, I mean, a lot of the directors are buying, which is great, but you've got a restriction on selling. Is that right? Uh, that is true. We have, what we did, we put together an incentive plan, right. uh, which uh, will not allow anyone who participates in that plan, which is all the top management, yeah. to sell any shares uh, in the market for the next two years. Right? Two years, okay. On top of that, we also buy shares from the market. I did recently and all our directors are doing okay. it because we believe, honestly, that the company is undervalued. Right. <laughs> well, I think that's a great endorsement. So, like, appreciate your time, Artem. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming in. Thank you very much for watching our video. We do aim to give you informed and intelligent information with which to make your investment decisions. So, if you liked what you just saw, please give us a thumbs up. And if you want to see more insightful, in-depth, honest and unbiased interviews, then please click the subscribe button. So thanks again for watching and we look forward to seeing you again soon.